0: It's your boy, Drew Moore, and I'm back for more talk, baby, yeah, baby, 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 yeah, it's your boy, Drew Moore. So you already know who it is. It's your boy Drew Moore. And we about to get it popping once again. We back for more talk. And, you know, hey, you know what? Before before I jump right into what we're going to talk about. First, let me tell you what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about the Ten Commandments of Relationship. You heard, heard, Biggie. So I'm quite sure you already knew what was about to go down. Yeah, we're going to talk about the Ten Commandments of Relationship. Now, these are my own 10 commandments of relationship. So you better get a pen. You better get a paper. You better write it down. You better replay this over and over again because some of y'all need this. Now, granted, I can't go through every last rule and every last commandment that needs to be talked about when it comes to relationship. I'll be here all day if I'm going to go through all that. I'll be here all day. But because I don't have all day, I'm only going to go through 10. Yes, there's more. So don't criticize me. Don't be talking. Oh, he didn't say this one. This is what he should have been saying. Look, it's a whole bunch of them out there. But I'm going to give you some basic rules, some basic instructions to get yourself going in a relationship. Okay? To make it successful. On the right path to success. That's what it is. It's the Ten Commandments. You're a biggie. It's the Ten Crack Commandments. Okay? But we gonna give it to you. I'm gonna give it to you. But before I jump into that, I feel a little I feel a little thuggish right now because you know you hear Biggie, you hear certain songs and it get into your spirit. It make you want you make you feel a certain way, right? So I'm feel I'm feeling a little thuggish right now. I feel like my old self. I want to feel a little thuggish. So let me thug out for one minute. Can I do that? Let me let me just thug out for one minute because I, I heard something yesterday and it kind of it kind of it was kind of wild. It was kind of wild. And although I understood what was being said, it still didn't sit right with me because I've heard this over and over again. So let's talk about this for a minute, all right? So I'm going down the expressway, and I have my radio on, which I rarely listen to, but I turn the radio on. <clears throat> I'm listening to the, uh, the radio station. The girl says, and we have in the studio today the relationship guru. So, you know, I'm now intrigued. I'm like, okay, let me hear this. I want to hear what's going on. I want to I tune in. You know what I mean? So, I'm tuning in. And the lady says, yes, I'm a relationship guru. You know, what makes me the relationship guru? Because I'm married. How can somebody that's not married be a relationship guru? But then the lady, the, the host was like, yeah, anybody call themselves a relationship expert, relationship guru, and they ain't, they ain't never even been married. How is that? How does that happen? Where do they do that at? I'm sitting there like, yo, wait a minute, hold on, back up. Just because she's married doesn't qualify her to be the relationship guru. I don't know what qualifies her. All I could do is listen in, tune in, and get some advice. Try it out. See, does it work? Right? But people started calling in and she didn't really get no advice. She talked junk for the most part. I'm like, okay, so this is this is what this is all about. You call yourself something and you didn't really give any advice. You telling, you telling one person to leave. They need to get out that relationship just because he's not very romantic. Instead of working with him, like the host said, yeah, sometimes you got to just work with them. Instead of doing that, she tell, she, I, I was like, come on, man. Look, I, you see, I, I'm, I'm starting to stutter right now because I'm starting to replay everything. It's like, y'all crazy. Quit listening and being quit being stupid, quit trying to give advice for something. Know why you're doing this. This is not a game. I don't take what I do as a game. You're trying to help people with their lives. this people a livelihood that wants success, need real answers from real people. <laughs> this is not just about relationship, because within a relationship, most women have children. This is going to affect. The children affect or infect the children. So we got to make sure we get the right information. I, you know what? And one other thing that bothers me a lot is when people talk about Steve Harvey. I like Steve Harvey. Ain't nobody perfect in this world. I hear people say all the time, who is he to give relationship advice when he done been through three marriages and he on his fourth one? Well, ding, ding, ding. Hello, genius. Wouldn't that be the one that you may want to listen to because he probably now got it right after so many times of messing up, falling off his bike, dusting himself off, jumping back on and riding again? He should be by now a pro. He should be by now have a lot of information to give out of what he did wrong, what he did right, what needs to be changed, what needs to be compromised, what should be compromised, what you know, what you, what you should bow out to and what you shouldn't. He should be able to give you a lot of information. He's been around a few times. He should be a veteran at this. He don't have all the answers in the world, but take what he says and apply what is needed in your life and leave the rest alone. Quit tripping off of everything, man. Yeah, I told you about the spazzer. I got to keep my thug on for one minute because it's crazy how people be acting foolish, saying all kinds of stupid stuff. Just be bugging for no reason. And I'm tired of hearing it. If your relationship is in the shambles and you ain't got it together, then look for some help. Quit tripping. Quit trying to talk about people instead of dealing with what they want to deal with you on. Take what's needed for your life and move on. Be happy. Be merry. Whatever the case is. If it don't apply to you, then guess what? It just don't apply to you. Keep your mouth shut. That's so why a lot of your relationships probably falling down because y'all got too much mouth and not enough understanding. All right, I'm done. Let me let me let me get off. Let me let me let me get off my little thug mode because I I can I, I can go real deep. So let me get off my little thug mode for a minute. Let me come back now. All right, all right. We're going to talk about these ten commandments of relationship. <laughs> right. So we're going to talk about this stuff. Why is this important? These things are important because so many things are just basic stuff that we forget to pay attention to. We don't pay attention to these things. We go in our daily lives and we just go with the flow. We just we just go with the flow and think that everything's just going to work out. They don't just work out. You have to put in the work for it to work out. That's how that goes. This don't just again. This don't just affect your life. This affects or infects your kid's life at some point. The Bible says a man leaves inheritance for his children's children. Talking about his grandchildren. So that means the things we do now is going to affect our grandchildren. You ever see your, 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 somebody's grandkids or great grandkids or? Nephew or niece somewhere down the line, they say, "Ooh, you act right, just like your uncle. Ooh, you walk and talk just like him. Ooh, you see how he standing? Ooh, you got his whole demeanor." Ooh. yeah, it happens. You know why? Because it's like it's like planting a tree or planting shrubs or planting some type of plant in your yard. I'm a landscaper. I know how to landscape, and I I plant a lot of trees. I plant a lot of shrubs and bushes and stuff. And you have to know how deep you need to go in the ground. But before you do that, a lot of times you have to break the bottom of that plant or that shrub that you're about to plant. You need to break the root up. Because once it's broken up and you sit in the ground deep and wide enough, as time goes on, those roots are going to spread throughout the ground. They're going to go so deep down, so far out. So you can't just pull it up when you get ready to. You're going to have to put in on work to get them trees out. Trust me, I know. I've been through a lot of them. I've taken some out, a whole bunch of them out, and i planted a lot of them. There's a process to this. And those roots go deep, and they go wide, and they get stronger. And your relationship and your family with your children are the same way. What you do is you're spreading your roots attached to your kids and it should make them stronger and make them grow taller and be better than you were or than you are if you're still here or if if a person you know has passed, relevancy to either one it's just like that so you gotta you gotta pay more attention to your relationship. Next week we're gonna talk about the ten the ten commandments for singles, for single people. But today we're gonna talk about the relationship. And again, I'm not giving every last rule because there's a whole bunch of them. I just I sat down, I puzzled my brain, and I came up with ten commandments that I think people need to follow. To be successful in their relationship. This is not the end all be all. This is not everything. But these are just 10. That we should follow. So. I know that somebody's going to say. You ain't got all the answers. Let me tell you something. I live life. Married 15 years. Have children. Experienced a lot. The highs. The lows. The divorce. The happiness whatever you could think of, I've experienced it. Whatever you think of, I promise you, I've experienced it in some shape, form, or fashion. So when I get this stuff to you, it's not because of just me. As a life coach, I talk to a lot of people. And I sit down and I have these conversations and we realize why. People are not growing in their relationship because you're forgetting the basic things. You say it's the little things that count, but we forget the little things you do in our relationship. Does that make sense to you? We say it's the little things that count that makes me happy. But you forget to do the little things in your relationship. Now, the reason why is, is it because you're selfish? Maybe that's why your relationship is the way it is. Is it that you're selfish? You're looking at somebody else to do the little things for you to make you happy but you're not putting out the little things to make them happy. Mm. Well, maybe that maybe that is why the relationship is failing. Probably a lot of selfishness going on. That might be one of the commandments that I wrote down. We'll, we'll soon see in a second. I mean, come on. Y'all know this is more talk. Y'all know this is more talk. Man, I appreciate you guys for just tuning in, just be listening to me. Cuz I know I'll be going off on a tangent sometime, but guess what? Hey. This stuff is real. There's nothing I say this this is made up. This stuff is real. This is real life stuff I talk about. I see I see all the numbers of people listening. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate your sponsorships. I I just I appreciate just listening in. I'm on like seven different stations. We just beginning. I'm just beginning seven stations, seven different ways to listen to me. So apparently I'm doing something right and I'm going to keep going. But I, before I jump right in, I just want to tell you guys that I appreciate you guys. I know I really do. This ain't about me. It's not about me right now. I could be doing a lot of other things. Trust me. I could be doing a lot of other things, but I'm taking my time out because I want to be able to help someone. That's a promise that I've made. And that's a vow that I made to God that I'm any shape, form, or fashion, way I can get my message out to people, I'm going to. As a motivational speaker, I may be on somebody's stage, but I can also do this behind the scenes right here in station, talking to you, doing what I do with my own dime, mind you. Yeah, with my own dime my own time, my own energy. Your sponsorship helps me. I'm not here to beg for sponsorship, so don't get it twisted. It is appreciated, and you can. But that's not why I'm here. I'm here to help in any shape, form, or fashion. But anyways, let's go ahead and jump right in. Getting all sentimental and stuff. (laughs) Well, I when I was back in the day, I used to love. That. I saw the Ten Crack Commandments. With well, that, that, that was that was that street. That was that street. That was that street right there. You 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 go down the road. and You pump that biggie right there. It's the Ten Crack Commandments. Uh. You know it. You know you had to turn that up. You had to turn that up. That was the joint. So let me let me let me let me, let me give you a new joint for all you. People that's in relationships. Let me me give you a new joint. I I ain't about to rap. Nah. We're going to talk about this. Because I want you to hear everything. I don't need a beat grooving through your head while I'm doing it. Because I thought about that. But you know what? Nah. I need you to hear every word and why it's being said. And what you should be doing. Let's get up in it. 10 commandments, I almost said 10 crack commandments, (laughs) 10 commandments of relationship. Number one, you shall, you shall be friends before anything else. Did you hear me? You shall be friends before anything else. So for you that's in relationships, did you start off as friends? Most of you will say, yeah, but did you really? How long were you friends before you truly started dating? How many times have y'all went out and just enjoyed yourself without hugging and touching and kissing One another, or having sex with one another, and allowing feelings to get involved. How many times have you been out and just enjoy life with the with the opposite sex or somebody that you're interested in, and just enjoy life? And when you're done, you just went home. Number one, you shall be friends before anything else. You should be friends before your lovers. You should be friends. Before you decide to be in in a commitment. Before you commit yourself to someone. You should be friends first. Because all the times I hear, I want to marry my best friend. But you had the opportunity to be best friends, but you didn't do that. You tried to be lovers before you were friends. It don't work that way. So, if you're already in a relationship, it's not too late. Most people say, oh, well, it's just done now. It's not too late. Go be friends. You just got to do it a little differently because you're already lovers now. Go out and enjoy yourself. Be friends. Go out. Take her out on a date. Take him out on a date. Go have a good time. Run around the park. Go play video games at arcades. Go, go do something. Go to the movies. Go skating. Do all this stuff and come home and just enjoy the rest of your day. It don't even have to turn into sex at the end of the day. Men, sometimes they like to just be cuddled. Cuddle her without having sex. Yeah. Keep the emotion part out. You always got time for that. On that day, let that just be your day. Enjoy the day. Because oftentimes that's what they that's what you both actually are missing. It ain't just about her, it's about you two men. You're both missing that. You haven't taken the time out to be friends. Be friends before anything else. Number two. You shall not put no other person before your own. Remember, we're talking about relationships. Nobody comes before that person. You can still have your time with your other friends. Because I know it's going to be said, please, I need my me time. I need my girlfriend time. I hear all this stuff all the time. I sat down with a couple one time and That's all she's talking about. I don't need to be around him all the time. I need my own personal space. I got it. Yes, you do. You do. But you shouldn't be having your more personal space with everybody else more than you are with him. Or with her fellas. Yeah you can go hang out. For a few hours. And you know get your break in. And all that kind of stuff. Cool that's not a problem. But we got to put things in priority. You don't put nobody for your mate. You don't put nobody for him or her. What you're doing is creating a division. A division. Within the relationship. If you do. Nine times a ten somewhere. Your relationship is going to start failing. And it's going to start sinking very fast. It's going to start sinking very fast. I talked about before. Relationship. You cannot have relation. Without the ship. The ship is what keeps you afloat. For if holes begin to be poked into the ship the relation will sink who didn't get that I'll say it again you cannot have the relation without the ship for if you have a ship that's what keeps the relation afloat If your relation goes bad, your ship will begin to have holes in them. There's air seeping through. When there's air seeping through, it's allowing the water to come in. If the water is coming in, the ship will sink. That means your relationship will sink. If the ship goes down, so does the relation. You don't believe me? Ask your wife. Ask your girlfriend when you when you made her so mad, if she's gonna be intimate with you. <laughs> Ask her. Y- y'all know it already. Women, y'all know it already. She ain't bother to bother you. She gonna ignore you. She ain't gonna touch you. She don't want to talk to you. She wanna kick you with you. She wanna skate with you. No know nothing. Shout out to ATL for that. (laughs) Yeah. She ain't about to touch you. The shit is sinking. So there's no relation going on. Because that's how women are wired. But men are wired a little differently but it affects us too. You start paying somebody else more attention than you paying him that ship will start sinking and the relation is going down too. There's no relation without the ship. The, the ship is what keeps you afloat. Again, number two you should not put no other person before your own. Number three, you shall not allow your mate to become too idle. Wee, that also ties into number two, doesn't it? Because if you paying somebody else's attention more than you paying your mate or your spouse, that person will become idle. What happens when you get an idle person? They should do. They try to do a lot of stuff to keep themselves busy. You should not allow your mate to become too idle. You have to start, you got to find creative ideas. You have to find ways to keep the fire burning in your relationship. This is not about sex, people. This is not about sex. This is about relationship. You need to find some things to do. It don't always have to cost you a great deal of money. The most intimate times is just spending time walking through a park, holding hands, enjoying the beautiful day and telling her how much you appreciate her and as women, on the times that you know that she's done that for you and she's been there for you. And women, you can do the exact same thing. Spend time talking to him. Telling him how much you appreciate him. That's just one way that you're not too idle. You can, Like I said earlier, you can go have fun. Go to the park. Go to the arcades. Go skating. Go bowling. Go do movies. Go do dinner. Take a trip. You Look, we got so many... I'm in Atlanta, Georgia. There's so many cities that you can just drive to. Everything is a half hour away. You, why, why can't you take a two hour drive somewhere and just go? Just... Get out the car and walk around a new city that you probably ain't been to. Just do something. Go somewhere else just to have a hot dog. How hard is that? It don't have to be nothing spectacular. How much a hot dog costs? It's a hot dog. That ain't breaking the bank. But what it's doing is building your character in your relationship. You didn't leave the state. You still in the same state doing the same thing but doing it somewhere else. You see that? Creative ideas. Go bowling in a whole other city. Now, if, if you live in Atlanta, I didn't mean go, yeah, just go out to Latonia or Decatur and say I, I'm in another city. No, take a trip. Make it like a home away from home. Take a trip outside. I don't know what, give me, some, give, me, give me a city or something. You know, drive, uh, I, I don't know, drive far out. Take a two or three hour trip and just go so up to Columbus. And just say, hey, let's, just, let's go. We're going, we're going to Columbus to go bowling. I looked it up already. We're going all the right way there to go bowling? Yeah. We're just going to get away from here. Those type of things are important. Those means, that, that kind of stuff means something. Don't let your mate get too idle with you. Not being there because you're becoming boring. And when you become boring, they sit around doing nothing. They're going to find interest somewhere else to keep them occupied. So again, number three, you should not allow your mate to become too idle. These are very, this is very simple stuff. Basics. Number four, you shall not down talk your mate in a derogatory manner. Oh, 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 we. Oui. You should not down talk your mate in a derogatory manner. You know, I know men have a way with their mouths at times. They do. We all been there. Our mouths sometimes get us in a lot of trouble. But let me tell you something, women. These last few years, you guys are rough. Some of you, a lot of y'all are worse than men with your mouths. You call the man that you say you love all types of names, this the man you say you care about, and you will call him all types of names, call him bees. you dirty dog, you F boy, I done heard all kinds of stuff, because you're mad. Because you're angry. Something didn't go the way you wanted it to go. And now y'all got into an argument and you couldn't handle the argument because he you seem like he's overpowering you because he got a lot more words than you. So the only thing you can come out your mouth with is a lot of derogatory stuff to try to get him back for you being mad so y'all can be even and not understand that you can never be even that way. And really, in reality, it still didn't make you feel good. Even if he reacted to it, you know in your heart and in your spirit, you still don't even feel good about it. So did you win? Don't tell your, don't call your woman a b. You supposed to be uplifting her. Call her an old slut. Now, I know some of y'all be like, well, if she cheated on me, I'm going to call her that. Let me tell you something. You just got to know how to handle the situation. You just got to know how to handle the situation. You don't have to speak like that to her. It don't have to be derogatory. You can still have a conversation. What if you start talking derogatory on your job? You start talking derogative on your job. What's going to happen? They're going to let you go. You'll find yourself in an HR office real quick, right? So if it applies to your job, why are you not going to apply the same thing in your home? Why? Because they're not paying you the paycheck? They're not giving you the paycheck? Well, if this is the person that you put in your life, right? This is the person you said you see yourself spending your life with. That's why you're in a relationship with them. Isn't this the purpose of dating? And being in relationships Because you can see yourself At some point marrying That person Him or her So why, why would we talk down to them We're supposed to be building each other We're supposed to be, supposed to be growing together So why would we talk down To one another Now don't Women get out your feelings Get out your feelings Because You'll quickly say, oh, he talked down. Because he says something to you about what's being done doesn't mean he's talking down to you. I heard that a lot too. And we have to stop doing that. Quit trying to use those things as ammunition. Stop that. Everything he says to you, if it has truth, deal with it. Quit trying to throw it out saying, say, oh, you talk down to me. Oh, you supposed to be building me up. You're supposed to be this. You're supposed to be that. Stop that. Stop playing. All you're trying to do is load the gun and shoot that gun so that way the attention is off of you. Quit trying to use that ammunition as your scapegoat. Because that's all it is, is, ammunition. To put yourself in control. Stop. You should not down talk your mate in a derogatory manner. That was number four. Number five. As I just said, you shall remember to uplift one another. Wow. What else can I say about that? I just just talked about that. I just talked about that. You shall remember to uplift one another. You have to make a conscious effort. I know we get busy. I know we get in our daily lives and our daily routines. And a lot of stuff has overcrowded us. It overcrowded our lives to the point where we forget about our own self at times. But you can't. And you cannot forget about the person that you're with. You need to at some point find some type of compliments. Unless you're saying that it it's over. Unless it's over and you don't even care anymore, then you need to start making your way out of that relationship. But other than that, you need to make a conscious effort. Why, why, why are we, okay? Most of us have smartphones. We have Androids and all you all you iPhone lovers, the thing. The iPhone is the best thing since sliced bread. This is what professionals use. This is the greatest of all times. Well, if it's the greatest of all times, so why haven't you set a reminder in your phone for every day or at least two or three times a week to say, remember to uplift your mate. We upgrade our iOS system more than we upgrade our lives. Eric Thomas said it best. We will upgrade our iOS system. We'll upgrade them cell phones so often, more so than we upgrade our own lives. You should be making a conscious effort to say something wonderful about him or about her. How hard is that? Sweetheart, you are a great man. I appreciate you so much. I see the the work you put in. You you know, I love you for that. I care about you so much. I know I don't praise you enough, but I see you, sweetheart. As a woman, as a queen, I see you. You winning. And I will be lost without you. You're the best thing that ever happened to me. I I just love being around you. I see the hard work that you put in to make this relationship successful. I appreciate you. Uplifting. Buy an uplifting card. These are the things that should be done in relationships. If they're not being done, you need to question why. Is this relationship going anywhere? What's going on? You should be uplifting one another. The, the, I want to say the crack commandment. <laughs> the commandment says, you shall remember to uplift one another. Men, put it in your phone as well. We, you, we got freaking uh, iPhone fan, fanatics, Android lovers, and we all have reminders that we can put in our phone to help us remember when that alarm go off, oh, it's time for me to uplift my woman. It's time for me to uplift my woman. Hey, baby, you ain't got to... You, don't be dumb enough to go tell her, oh, baby, my alarm went off, I got to tell you something. Just set the, Just set the alarm... And when it goes off, you know that's your cue. You know when your alarm goes off, it tells you what the alarm is going off for. It's time to get up in the morning. It's lunchtime. It's time to uplift my woman. With dad up, get to uplifting it. Beautiful, simple things. But I'm going to help you along the way. You shall remember to uplift one another. Let me see, which that was, I the lost track of my commandments. That was number five. Number six. Here's a, here's a, here's a deep one. Respect and guard one another's Vulnerability. I'm going to say that again. Respect and guard one another's vulnerability. Drew, what does that mean? I'm glad you asked that question. Most people can't be vulnerable in their relationship. They're always on guard about something. Why? Because they don't feel they can express themselves to you and feel comfortable that you're going to protect how they feel. I remember one time I was dating this one young lady. Beautiful woman. And I told her to send me a picture of her. Now, we ain't talking about nothing naked, I'm not talking about a naked picture. I wanted some, I just wanted some pictures of her. When I'm not with her, I want to be able to look at some pictures. I don't want to go on Facebook have to look at pictures of everybody else. See, I want some pictures of her. Do you know what she told me? She says to me, I'm not seeing you any pictures. I said, why wouldn't you? She says, what if me and you went sour and we didn't stay together and now you got pictures of me? I don't need you posting pictures of me everywhere. I said, whoa. Whoa. Hold on a minute. First of all, you should know me by now to know, one, that I am not that type of man. I don't care what goes on between you. I would never in my life expose you. What kind of man does that? Not real men. We handle things maturely and we deal with things and we walk away from it if, it if it means walking away. And we just leave it alone. I'm not going to sit there and expose you, try to put all your stuff out there on social media. And if it was a naked picture, I'd be a fool to do that, knowing that you could turn around and send the law after me. We got to be wise about this, people. But what, what, what I took from that was that's being vulnerable. She has to be open. And she didn't feel open enough. And it wasn't because of me. It's because of she known other people that went through it. Because that's what she told me. She knew other people that went through that. So to protect herself, there's the key, to protect herself which let me know, which lets me know, she didn't have enough faith in me that I will protect her. Now, here's the other thing when it comes to vulnerability. Things has happened in a lot of people's lives, men and women. Mostly, we're talking. We're going to talk this about women because most women are the most vulnerable ones and don't like to shut people out. I take that back because I'll tell you about that in a minute, though. Women. Have a lot of women has been through molestation. They have been through rape. They have been through them things that they keep to themselves. Why do they keep them to themselves? Because exposing that is almost like opening a wound. And if they don't feel that their their wound is going to stay shut because you're in their life and you're going to keep that wound open, They're not going to tell you. They're going to be guarded at all times. They should be able to tell you some things and know they feel safe by telling you. They're being vulnerable. They're exposing themselves. They're exposing themselves to to things that most people are not privy to even hear. And they want to be able to trust you with it But they don't because they don't feel that you're going to protect and guard and respect their vulnerability. Yeah, you have to get her to a point where she feels safe enough to talk with you. The only way she's going to be able to do that, she has to know that one, you're not going to criticize her for what she's going to say. She has to know that you're still going to have her back no matter what she's been through. She has to feel safe and secure to know that you're not going to expose her to anybody else on the outside of your home. That's it, period, point blank. If she don't feel that you're able to do that, she's not going to te- now she's not going to tell you that you're not able to do that but being with you in a relationship she should know you she should know what you will do and what you won't do and if she has not been able to be vulnerable with you that means there's something that she doesn't trust about you and you as, as men need to find out what that is all right moving on now check this out for men i had this is why i had to backtrack men are the same way as you realize men don't do a lot of talking. We do talk when it's time for us to fix something. We don't do a lot of talking about our personal lives. We don't do a lot of talking about that kind of stuff. Why? Because we feel that you're not gonna be we're not safe with you, women. We're not safe with you. Y'all talk to y'all girlfriends too much. That's one of the number one things. Second thing is, we just feel like y'all just don't, y'all not going to truly understand. Sometimes y'all talk too much. And I'm just putting it out there. Y'all know this is more talk. Y'all talk too much. Sometimes y'all just need to listen. And you don't want to listen. Sometimes y'all ask, y'all ask too many questions. It's a lot of stuff. Sometimes you just, a man normally just needs to listen and ear. Talk to him. Just have a conversation. Quit trying to figure everything out. That ain't what he's there for. I know I've been there. I've been in one that I thought I was supposed to fix everything that somebody said to me. But then I had to realize along the way that I was talking too much. I had to learn how to shut up and just be a listening ear. Sometimes that's all a person needs. Just listen. Just listen. It goes a long way. But women, he has to be able to trust you with whatever he's talking about. There's men out here that's been molested. There's boys out here that's been raped. As kids. You should know everything about that person. Now, some people say, no, he should Yes, they should. If you talk about dating a person and talking about marrying that person, You can't hide anything from that person. You have to expose yourself. Because if I don't know that you've been molested or raped before, and there's things that go on in the relationship that may trigger you to revert back to that mindset, I can say something, or whatever the case is, I don't know. And then you start acting a certain kind of way, and I never know why you've been acting that way. Because something that was done or said a certain way, when you were molested or raped is triggering that person to react a certain way. It's a mechanism. You may not even want to have sex and I don't even know why. Or he or she may not know why. It could be it could because of what happened to you when you were younger. These things need to be talked about. These things have to be exposed to, so that person knows if this is something they want to deal with. Because maybe they dealt with it before and it left a bad taste in their mouth. And they don't want to deal with that type. Maybe they make, want to make sure that you get help first. Who knows? Who knows? Moving on. You only got an hour. The next one. You must always listen to one another in front of yourself. Uh oh. Sorry to me, you got to quit being selfish. You must always listen to one another in front of yourself. So if you if if y'all get into a discussion, and let's just say it's an argument, let's just throw it out there. Let's just say it's an argument. You got to hear what the person is saying. If you already trying to rebuttal because you already know what you want to say, you're not listening. You're listening to yourself. You didn't listen to what they just said. I've been with people like that, and I have to repeat: Hey, you're not listening. You're not listening. You already rebuttal before I can even get out what I was saying. How you finish off my sentence? Men and, women, men and women do it. We have to stop that. We have to stop that. That is no good for no one. True love is saying, sweetheart, let me listen to you. Honey, I want to hear what you got to say. So I can find a way to be better. Well, what am I doing wrong? I mean, unless you just don't care. If you don't care, then get out of the relationship. If you don't care, get out of the relationship. But this can't work just one way. This has to work both ways. If one person is fighting for one thing and the other person ain't putting that effort in, I said earlier, your ship will sink. If your ship starts to sink, so does the relation. It will never work, people. It takes two to tango. You ever see a person dance by themselves all night long? You, <laughs> We all been in the club, or we all been in a bar somewhere at some point in life, and we see that one weird person in the corner by themselves, just getting it, and you looking at them like, "Are they drunk? They having a ball by themselves." Just dancing and twirling and hey, do-do-do-do. I mean, come on, man. It takes two to tango. Now, if he was with somebody, then it looks a little more, you know, suffice. Like, all right, cool, yeah, you know. They dancing, they they having a good time with each other. But this person is dancing all night by themselves? That's just kind of weird. It does the same thing in your relationship, too looks very weird. One person fighting for something and they can't get what they're looking for because the other one just not, not putting forth the effort. It looks weird. Moving on. You should not give your energy to anyone over your mate. Huh. You should not give your energy to anyone over your mate. I'll say it again. You cannot give everybody else what you should be giving your mate. If you're spending more time on the outside with everybody else more than you are with your mate, there's a problem. Now, that don't mean get off of work. You don't spend your time on the phone all day, all night, and at work, on your lunch breaks, and all kinds of stuff. And then you come home and you sit down and you watch TV with, with, with your man or your woman for, for an hour or two, and then you go to bed. You didn't, give, you didn't give them no energy. They didn't feel your energy. We know how to give people our energy. You were in the same room with somebody and you barely even look at them. How is that possible? But you say, I love you. But you'll go and talk to everybody else all day long. And then get home. Yes, it's your wind, your wind down time. It should be. But you got another job to do first if y'all live together. If you don't, that's fine. You should still be giving up that energy on the phone, FaceTime, something. Give them a call, give her a call. Hey, sweetheart. How's my beautiful woman doing? I had a great day at work. I just want to call to check up on you, see about your day. Whatever the case is. Have some some intimate time with that person. Give them your energy. That's one way of bringing y'all closer together. Y'all know how to feed each other energy. Give that to them. Don't make them feel like you're giving more energy out there in the world than you're giving them. You better figure it out. Because if you do, your shit will sink. The next one. We're talking about the ten commandments of relationship. Thou shall not talk about your mate to family and friends. Oh, we. Ooh, we oui. A lot of y'all been through it, and once you forgave your mate or your spouse, your family and friends didn't. Just that simple. I don't even know if I got to go too deep into that. It's just that simple. You know it. Quit talking to your family and your friends about your loved one, about your mate. Stop. Stop. Stop it. Where's it getting you? So you got it off your chest. You're able to tell somebody. You got somebody in agreeance with you. Then you turn around. After all that, you forgive them. Now you still got another problem. Now he can't go to family functions. She can't go to family functions. Because you done told anybody about this person. Him or, him or her. And guess what happens now? Everybody looking at them sideways. Or somebody got something to say. And now they going to call you stupid. You got back with her. You got back with them. Why would you do something dumb like that? Hey, I'm I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Here's the last one. The 10th commandment of relationship. Thou shall not rush things. Take your time in your relationship. Take your time. Take your time. Where are you rushing to? He ain't going nowhere and neither is she. So what are you rushing for? You'll know when the time is right. Until then, take your time and enjoy one another. All those commandments that I listed, you should be applying to your relationship. You should be applying it. Don't rush it. Thou shall not rush things. What you what, you, what, are you rushing for? I don't know what. I don't even know what to say about that. That's it's just plain and simple. It's not too much to say. We spend more time trying to hurry up and go nowhere. Where are you going? If your child, how many, we all got kids. You know when they're little and they learn, they learn how to walk and they want to explore everything and you'll stand there and they'll take off and you'll be like, where you going? You don't even know where you're going. you just gone just because. Y'all do the same thing in relationships. You're trying to hurry up and go nowhere. What you trying to do, hurry up and get to the altar? You better make sure you know everything about her and make sure you know everything about him before you're trying to rush to an altar. Rush to the altar if you want to. Then you're going to be talking about, I'm not going to go celebrate my divorce. Because you rush things. Take your time. My, my man Dimitri say, slow down. Slow down. Take your time. Be easy. Cool out. Just chill. What you doing? Cooling, cooling with my woman, cooling with my man. We just enjoying each other. You know when the time is right. It don't take a man and woman to know how long. I mean, if they want to, it don't take them long to know if they want to be together or not. If this the person they want to spend their life with, are they the, This is the one for me. Especially men, we know, we know right away. We know within the first couple months. Yep, this is her. We may not admit it. We may not tell her. But we know. We know. So once you know, why you have to rush it? You got a lot of areas to care to conquer in that relationship. You need to talk about finances. You need to talk about debt. You need to talk about anger. You need to talk about happiness. You need to talk about children. You need to talk about discipline, all kinds of forms of discipline. How are you going to discipline children? You know, you need to talk about all this kind of stuff. Don't wait until you marry and think you're going to try to handle it then. It's too late then. You need to talk about this now. Family functions. What holidays we want to spend where? How are we going to split those holidays? If y'all both got children, are y'all going to go there? Are they going to come here? Yeah, it's all kinds of stuff that needs to be talked about during the relationship process. That way, when it's time for marriage, you already have a full understanding of Where your money is going, where your kids is going, where your happiness is going, you know, where everything is going. You know you have a certain place already in motion, ready to go, because y'all already talked about it. So now y'all both on one accord. Just like that. Just like that. Hey. That was the Ten Commandments of the relationship. Ten Commandments. Y'all got through it. I appreciate y'all listening. But we got to keep this moving. Share this with somebody. Put somebody else on. Replay it. Write it down. Hang it on your daggone wall. Do whatever it is you have to do. But embed this in your spirit, man. Embed this in your spirit. These things are going to help you for tomorrow. This is going to better... Your relationship. Yeah. But, hey, it's your boy Drew Moore, and I'm going to see you next week. Peace. Hey, man. It's your boy, Drew Moore. And that's it. See you next time.